It's all about good morning. 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 How you doing? Morning. 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 Good morning, zebras. It is 7.15 in the a.m. time. It is Monday, June 13th, 2022. It is I, the one, the homely, no baloney, Mr. Nessie. Uh, and I am joined by the uh, one, the only, the hot ravioli, El Presidente, Julian. Julian in the house. And also in the house, we got Adrian, our boy. What up? What up, everybody? The one, the only, the decent macaroni. Hey. Yes. Hey. hey. So it is a Monday show. Uh, we, we are sure that you missed us because we were not here on Friday, but we are back. It is Monday. It is the last week of school, and we've got weather. We've got announcements, and we have our Maestro Monday segment with Mr. Allen. So let's get right into it. Julian with the weather. We'll make it sweet. We'll make it short. Now here for you is the weather report. Buenos dias, ladies and gentlemen. We are currently at 67 degrees, but do not worry. Do not fret. We'll be at a high of 89 degrees, and it's going to be partially cloudy and also partially sunny. So there's some good news for you, Mr. Nessie. Did you just say partially cloudy and partially sunny? Yes, sir, I did. Well, ain't that something. Ain't that something. <laughs> ain't that something indeed. I feel like that's the same thing. I mean, it is. Partially cloudy, partially sunny. I mean, it is if you think about it. And, we, and just so people know who are watching, we just had a little sunshine run by the door in the form of Miss Arado, history teacher extraordinaire. So... If you see Mr. Rado today, say, what's up? This, All right. This is El Presidente coming at you with the weather report. All right, let's do the announcements. All right, we got announcements, everybody. So let's see. Celebrate June, Juneteenth in New Brunswick. Come out to Monument Square on June 17th, 2022. The New Brunswick Car Show on George Street. He wasn't done. I, oh. was, I wasn't done, Julian. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I got... My I jumped to shark. My bad. My it's bad. It says here, staff and SS are welcome to help with the large-scale chalk mur- mural from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at at the intersection of Livingston Avenue, Liberty Liberty Street, and George Street. Okay, now is it my turn, Adrian? Yes, it uh, is your turn, Julian. Perfect. New Brunswick Car Show on George Street. Honk honk. Beep beep. Vroom vroom. The New Brunswick Car Show on George Street will take place on July. Wait, wait. Wait a minute. Am I reading that right? Yeah, July yep. 21st and August 18th. There will be music, classic, lu- and luxury cars, food, and more. So show off your ride. Follow at NB City Center on Instagram, and more information will be there. If I am correct. You are correct. If you are interested in playing boys basketball for the 2022-2023 season, they are going to have a general interest meeting this week on Wednesday, June 15th at 2.50 
in room G102 here at the high school. Please join the Google Classroom and follow the team's social media account for more developments and details. The classroom code is all lowercase letters, P-I-A-H-Y-U-H. And you can follow Zebra Basketball on Instagram. They are at Ball. Please make sure that you are finishing the year off strong academically. You are a student before you are an athlete. Also, coming up this week, also on June 17th, it is the first annual Zebra Football Alumni Flag Football Game. It is the Battle of the Decades. Captaining. Captaining? The captain of your Navy team, which covers the years 2000 through 2010, is two-time Super Bowl champ and Zebra alumni, Jonathan Casillas. And captaining, or the... (laughs) I'm making up words, boys. The captain of your white squad, representing the years 2011 through 2020, is current Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver, Maurice French. Come out to Memorial Stadium this Saturday, June 17th at 6.30 p.m. and support Zebra football and Zebra athletics. That's it for announcements and sports. Go Zebras! Go Zebras indeed. I swear I will not stop saying that. I am not going to get tired of saying that. And and I'm glad you're not going to get tired of saying it. all right so it is maestro monday gentlemen and recently uh we did a sit down with mr allen coach allen we just made the announcement head coach of your boys basketball team so sit back relax or keep walking on the treadmill and let's meet mr allen good morning listeners we are here once again with another maestro monday And today we are sitting down with Mr. Antoine Allen, Coach Allen, as some of you may know him. Welcome to the Zebra Morning Show, Coach. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. I'm looking forward to this uh, broadcast. I'm also here with Adrian, typical morning show voice. Good morning, Adrian. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. All right. So, Coach, first question. Why did you or how did you get into education as your career? Um, quick story. Um, I was working in corporate America from the time that I graduated from St. Peter's, go Peacocks, and uh, 94, working at uh, Merrill Lynch, Bankers Trust, Deutsche Bank, and then my last company was State Street. Uh, State Street had went out of business. I was doing 401k accounting, and they were moving the whole operation from Jersey City to Boston, Massachusetts. And at the time, I had a young child. I'm quite sure her mother wasn't going to let me take her with me because I wasn't going without her. So um, my wife said, why don't you get into teaching? You can get into coaching and then you can have the summers off with us. So that kind of started the ball rolling. Um, I went back to my old high school roots. Mr. Joe Martino was a superintendent, God rest his soul, told me to take off from work the next day and come see him because he had a job for me. That's education back in the day where you could just go get the job. That's great. Yeah. He put me on emergency certification for three years. I went to Kane University and that started that whole process for me. And for those that don't know, what do you teach here at New Brunswick High School? Right now, I'm doing um, Algebra 1 and Geometry. In the past, I have did Financial Literacy, which is my baby because that was my, uh, what I went to college for. Um, I did Career Development and also did Skills for Success. 
and I had a few dabbles with like history and English going back in the day. What do you like most about your job? The thing I like most about the job is the impact that you can have on a young person. I'm not going to say male or female. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say young person because I think once you see that kid sees the light goes off, there's some site, there's some type of like, I got it. I won. And for me, everything's a competition. It's probably a bad aspect of me. But if I can get that one kid, and I think as cliche, all teachers say it, you want to get one. But once you get the one, it's now it's on to the next kid. Who can I affect that, you know, puts them in a positive position to do something? What do you do outside of education when you're not teaching here at the high school? I'm all over the place, to be honest with you. I have four daughters, three of them, which played high-level soccer that I followed and traveled around with back in the day. Now that they're a little older, I don't travel as much. I work at the golf course part-time. Um, I play golf part-time. I play cornhole. I play chess. Um, I'm constantly trying to find something to do to, to, to take my time. Proud grandfather. I think it sounds like you're trying to find, always trying to find somebody to beat. Yeah, it, it might be the case too. I, and I know like uh, it, I've lost a few friends because of competition. Um, mm -hmm. I have a granddaughter right now who now that's kind of sort of where my free time is starting to move to when I'm not doing things with my wife because my children are all older right now. My youngest is a junior and she's driving, so she doesn't need me anymore. Mm -hmm. So we affectionately call you coach. You are the coach of the boys basketball team, um, but you are also involved in other sports here, uh, golf. Got, yeah, I have the boys golf team. And have you coached anything else during your time here at New Brunswick High School? Haven't coached any other sports. Um, was one of the starters along with um, Mike Carter and Derek Peters, the uh, Gentleman Society Network. Um, that's something I take a lot of pride in because I remember the great late Mr. Dunbar saying, Coach, you got to make an impact. And then I just went directly to the two guys that I was like my right-hand men and said, hey, this is what Dunbar wants us to do. We got to go make this happen. So those are the things that I'm involved with around the school. Can you talk a little bit more about the Gentleman's Society Network and what that is and what, what students do what with it that? Was, what it was was basically a way for us to meet with the young men around the high school. We met twice a week. Oh, no, yeah, twice a meet, tweet, twice a month it was. I'm sorry, twice a month. And what we would do is we would just go over certain topics. Um, some of our topics was uh, how to tie a tie, how to use the correct utensils when you went out to eat. We did a section on that. We taught the guys how to play chess. We had a, a chess tournament that we had here. You know, we take them to different male leadership conferences to expose them to different things because um, based on what Dunbar said, that it was a need. And that's what we just chose to do and get started. How do you join the Gentleman Society Club? It, it's, it's the one thing about this school is um, the teachers are phenomenal mm -hmm. because when they see a, t a, a young man that they think can use our services, one of us or all of us would get an email and go, I need you to check out this student right here. Um, the good thing about it is Mr. Peters is a guidance counselor, so when they put an ID number in there, if myself and Mr. Carter don't have that student, but Mr. Peters has access to all students, so we would go, okay, D, we need you to take care of this, find out who he is, give us his room number, and then we'll just go to the kid's class and pull him out of the class and talk to him. Okay. So it's not a traditional club in, in that regard? Well, anybody can join. You know, I've stepped away a little bit because I'm back in the coaching basketball and everything, but... I know we've welcomed any and everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because we're like the more the merrier. And we had a bunch of the basketball guys on my first and as a head coach who really was a gentleman's society network. 
and it was no option. It was mandatory. You know what I'm saying? So that was great back then. And then I stepped away from coaching for a little bit and got back. So that might be something that I need to reenact. We've talked about, you know, the teaching, the coaching, the, the advising. For you, what of those three brings you the most satisfaction professionally, personally? I'm a student athlete first, so I got to go to the educational side of things in terms of, you know, you seeing that kid have that moment of, aha, I got the answer. But then it's the other part of me, the athletic side of me that says that kid who you saw him go from an average basketball player or an athlete to becoming somebody that's looked at, or you saw the person grow as an athlete, you know? So I guess there's like a both ways I've gone with that. Mm-hmm. And I still go down the we'll middle. We'll accept both sides of the coin. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll accept both. Yeah, yes. I needed that. Thanks. It's, it's valid. To, to speak to the athletic side of it, this was your first season back on the sideline with the boys basketball program. From coach's point of view, how did it go and what do you project going forward? It was what we expected it to be. And I, 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 the guys that I brought on staff, the first thing I said to them is we're not going to be judged on anything until December 29th, with, uh, no, November 29th, which was when we had our first practice. That didn't include what we did in the summer with whoever showed up. That's, that included what this is the team that we're going to go to war with for this season. Now is when we're going to get judged, which is November 29th. Um, it was kind of rocky for the kids. It was kind of rocky a little bit for me because I'm getting back in the saddle as the head coach, trying to put some norms in place for these guys when they're not used to doing certain things. Um, that was kind of sort of a challenge. And then as the season went on, we started making some progress. Um, we got hit with a little bit of COVID, just like probably everybody else. Um, the good thing that I like about that is over COVID, we held a couple of Google Meets and the kids showed up. We did um, some study hall over a Google Meet. We did some yoga over a Google Meet. We, uh, we went over some basketball over Google Meet. So it, was like, it wasn't like that. We were totally away from the guys, but we still stay intact with them in some way, somehow. Um, fast forward to then starting to play games and getting through that situation. I think people saw referees even came up to me, saw the the progress that we were making through the year, you know, Jamie Joshua, I think, said it best when I took this job. He said, coach, you're not going to be measured in wins and losses as much as everybody wants you to. And as much as me, the competitor that I am, you're going to win some other way. And I think when I look back on it and I do a self-reflection, we did win because a lot of these guys now um, are buying into what we're selling and we're doing open gym right now. And for the vast majority of the kids that's coming back, we're getting eight or nine guys showing up uh, on a Tuesday and Thursday from six to eight as well. And then that's not counting a couple of the soccer guys. I know because of soccer, my family, Tuesdays and Thursdays are soccer nights in practice. So if you added those few guys, we would probably have the whole group of guys that's coming back participating because we did have end of season meetings with each individual and let them know what the expectations were. This season, I know the key word was grit. Is, is that still what this program is about or is there another focus as you go forward? It's, it's going to be about being gritty um, and grit. Um, my first stint here was about a commitment. And within that, I'm still holding on to some of that commitment because I still have guys from my first regime who come back and when I need them to run open gyms for me, the Milton Pittmans, the Jaquan Cooks, the Gary Readers, the Troy Wilcox, those guys are here because they know what the commitment thing is about. Um, we chose the word grit, which is broken down to grind resiliency, intensity, and tenacity, because that's what we have to be when we're a little 
undermanned and under-talented against some of these other schools. We have to be gritty. We got to do dirty work. And like I say to the guys, let's pour some concrete. And, and I certainly have a, a unique vantage point being on the, uh, the sideline at the scorer's table. Your, your, I was going to say boys, but your men worked very hard this season, and it showed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I know our student athletes are always working hard, but it starts at the top with a, with a nice head coach like yourself and putting good people around him and really empowering and inspiring yeah. the young men. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that. That was and, nice. And I remember, I also, I, 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 Jamie talks to everybody, Mr. Joshua. And uh, I remember expressing to him the excitement to, to, to see you on the sideline. And he made the same comment to me about, you know, coach is going to do more than just get the W's. Th- th- those will come. But what he's going to do with these boys and turn them into men and the character. And again, it's almost like basketball is there, but it's also there's elements of what you do with the gentleman society, what you do as a classroom teacher to just help them grow. We need more coaches like you. I'm quite sure, you know, I, I know they say this guy is demanding he don't stop he just keeps going he always got his hands on me he always got his foot on my neck but I think at the (laughs) end of the day um they would now become the new Jaquan Cooks Gary Readers Troy Wilcox uh Milton Pittman's they'll be called the Jokers (laughs) (laughs) as I commonly call those guys they'll be called the new form of Jokers I call them the original Jokers this new form of guys that we're building with right now will be the new the new Jokers Jokers 2.0 yeah something like that (laughs) All right. Not every student in this building is going to get to be in your class, be in your club, or be on your team. What can you share that anybody could take away as a little life advice from Mr. Allen, Coach Allen, Advisor Allen? During COVID, I, I kind of like was like, man, this is, at first I was like, this is great. We're home. You ain't got to go to school. I could sit on my couch. I could chill out all day. And then, you know, as time started going by, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and we all go through life issues, right? Whether you rich, you're poor, we go through life issues. And for the longest until I got this job, I had a glass as my school profile. And it was coined, the glass is half full, positive thoughts only. And that's something that I kind of been trying to live my life through and impart on the others who come around me. I don't want to hear that, man. You know, the glass is half full. Do I have days when it's not always full? Yes. In particular, Lamont Padilla, one of my freshman guys, he pulled me to the side and practice. Yo, man, your glass is not half full. And he'll snap me right back into place. Um, so that's a, a I, I call him a young G. That's the young G telling the old G, you're not going by this whole glass is half full type thing. So I kind of use that as my way of getting around obstacles and try to stay at, at that point. Glass half full. Mr. Allen, thank you so much for being here on the Zebra Morning Show today. Thank you. This is like shocking and I've enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has fun. Coach. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. We appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Zebra Morning Show. Do us a favor and tell someone else about us. The word of mouth is the best way to help us grow. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Zebra Podcast Net. Please consider subscribing and following us. The Zebra Morning Show is live streamed each day and we're available as a podcast. Go to zebrapodcastnetwork.com slash subscribe. If you want to get involved with the Zebra Podcast Network, see Mr. Nessie. Have a great day, Zebra Nation. Nation. See you later, ladies. Bye-bye.